from the New York Post opinion, mask nagging has given free pass to passive aggressive sociopaths. This is season two of the WR podcast. Let freedom ring. More insightful, more delightful, and more punk rock attitude. With your host, Will Ramos. We're all familiar with mask nags. People who occupy themselves by scrolling through social media and leaving comments wherever they see a photo of someone who isn't muzzled. Nice picture, but where's the mask? Or who, upon hearing about a small gathering, gasps? We're in the middle of a pandemic. (coughs) Will the mask nags meddlesome rain ever be over? Last week, Ted Cruz stood inside the Capitol building and prepared to deliver remarks to assembled reporters, one of whom off-camera asked, Do you mind putting your mask on for us? Good afternoon. Uh, Yeah, when I'm talking to the TV camera, I'm not going to wear a mask, and all of us have been immunized, so... uh, You're welcome to step away if you like. The whole, the whole point of a vaccine, CDC guidance, is what we're following. Damn! Predictably, the blue check Twitterati framed Cruz's response as reckless and callous, but the exchange demonstrated the extent to which mask theater has authorized the most officious. Here's the definition of officious assertive of authority in an annoyingly domineering way, especially with regard to petty or trivial matters, and passive-aggressive members of society to assert unquestioned control. It's hard to take the reporter in this instance seriously. What did you- Because as everyone should understand by this point, masks are at best an ineffective means of controlling transmission of the novel virus. What did you say? Neighboring jurisdictions with completely different mask mandates, such as the two Dakotas, have had identical rates of infections. Countries like Poland that initially were praised for the success of their universal masking rules later suffered the same intensity of contagion as the rest of Europe. So anyways, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Nobody wears masks in accordance with protocol what did you say come on people take them on and off with dirty hands stick them in pockets with loose change and dirty money toss them around on tables even when handled perfectly their use is dubious a british study found that masks worn by surgeons during operations didn't reduce bacterial wound infections in the people being operated on (laughs) that's right but gripped by panic over a contagious disease that mostly affects elderly and infirm, much of the public has embraced universal masking as a sign of commitment to doing something. (coughs) There is a superstitious element to masks, a form of propitiation Here's the definition of propitiation. The action of propitiating or appeasing a god, spirit, or person. That's the one! 
to the epidemiology gods to save us from contagion. But at its worst, mask nagging or mask shaming gives busybodies license to intrude on other people's business for clout or purity points. The cult of absolute safety now covers many sins, from the greed and sloth of vaccinated public school teachers who want to work remotely while the students sit in class, <coughs> to the false compassion of officials who demand that businesses fail so they can impose total government control of the economy, even for those without any political power. The mask regime is a source of self-righteous pride. What did you say? Now, the reporter who interrupted Cruz to ask him to put on a mask said it would make him feel better, and this whiny petition betrays the falsity. According to Merriam-Webster, one something false lie of his distress. If he'd had been genuinely afraid of catching a deadly disease from an immunized person standing at least ten feet away, he would have fled the building. But it's obvious that he just enjoyed telling a senator what to do. We haven't seen such meddlesome scrupulousness, scrupulousness, <laughs> so anyways, scrupulousness since the days when women would be arrested for wearing bathing suits too many inches above the knee. It's getting harder to take seriously a pandemic that requires constant publicizing of its dangers. Public health authorities who insist that nothing, neither overwhelmingly successful vaccines nor better treatments, will soon return us to the pre-mask normal, ultimately make fools of themselves. Yes, the virus will be a feature of modern life, but it's unrealistic to imagine we can achieve a state of total risklessness, especially when the quest to do so blinds us to so many other risks, such as unschooled children, shattered economies, and lockdown damaged minds. In telling the mask nag, or mask shamer, that he was welcome to step away if he was so afraid of being near him, Cruz offered a sensible prescription for dealing with the virus that we should have adopted a year ago. People who are elderly or vulnerable ought to be encouraged to step away from daily life with all available courtesy and assistance brought to their aid. Meanwhile, the rest of society should be allowed to pursue the precious business of normal life. This was an opinion piece by Seth Barron. Seth Barron is a managing editor of The American Mind and author of the forthcoming book, The Last Days of New York. This is season two of the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring. More insightful, more delightful, and more punk rock attitude. With your host, Will Ramos.